reduced team on the midweek mention this week's side. Three is the magic number, that's right. Yeah, it is. And given as this to watch, Scott Pilgrim yeah. versus the world. Is that a longer it? title? Did yeah, you, I, I managed to you watch, watch it. You watched it? Yeah, yeah. Had you, was this your first time? It was my second time watching okay. this. Yeah, I'd seen this a couple of times, yeah. Groovy. So I was toying with the idea of like an all-musical episode. Right. I didn't do that, but I picked this, which is kind of a musical sort of. Yeah. We can get into it. Okay. I have all the comics that this is based upon. Do you? Yes. All right. Okay. Big fan then. Yeah. Well, no. No. <laughs> no, I just have all the I comics. just, yeah, I just, I just thought just I should have, have them. I haven't read them. How are they? There's sort of just visual. There's no dialogue really almost to speak of is uh, this a faithful adaptation i would of? say so yeah yes. okay mm-hmm. so sorry is this based on a book then that i didn't yes, know it's about? a comic series oh okay all yeah. right mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah i'll bring so, them along one day for you so um what i do know is this is um edgar wright's kind of nerdy film of scott pilgrim who is a bass player in a rock band he's Found a girlfriend, but he's well, got several. to fight his her ex boyfriends. The, ev- the Legion of heart. Evil Exes, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes, it's Michael Sarah plays Scott Pilgrim, and he is dating a high school girl when we first meet him called Knives Chow. Yeah, who is played by Ellen Wong, and she is super hot. Yeah, but he's twenty two and she's seventeen. It's not in real life. In real life, in this, she's three years older than him. Yeah, okay. So it's okay it, to think it, that yeah, she's yeah, attractive. Yeah, sure, but it's immediately a little bit. Yeah, and his friends were like, "What yeah. are you doing? That's like inappropriate." And they're... well, he does say, "Look, we, we don't even hold hands." We held hands or, once. Yeah. I think he says, "Yeah, yeah." And they they go to the arcade and play video games and stuff. But he has a vision in a dream. Or just a dream, uh, where he sees a <laughs> yeah. girl roller skate past him. Is she on roller skates or roller blades? Uh, skates, I think. Yeah. Skates. Um, and it's he's immediately drawn to finding out who this person is. Yeah, she's got blue blue hair, I think. Yeah, it does change several times yeah. throughout the movie. Yeah, um, it starts pink. She's an Amazon delivery girl. Yeah, yeah. So he sees her i think at a party a uh, uh, library first i think isn't it is he coming down the stairs with knives and he sees her yeah um in she her job she doesn't that's right yeah. something signed away like she's not super into him but he's like absolutely besotted by instantly her. instantly well yeah. He, yeah. He, he sees the girl that he saw in his dream the night before and mm. you know as you would you'd probably just think you're in a dream again and it, yeah but she of... hand waves that away as like yeah. oh, i can travel through minds I, it's, <laughs> I don't think you can do that here or whatever and you're just like yeah okay well the realism in this film is yeah. is you know tenuous yeah but well it, what we probably haven't mentioned is the like visual style that's happening all the, you know all the time around we're describing the plot but it's to look at there's loads of I mean, video right game from, sounds yeah, so and the, text boxes flashing up and who makes like it? music it, being made, notes coming out of speakers yeah, and stuff. super stylized. Is mm. it Universal or someone? Because that logo is in 8-bit yeah. and it has the noise. It's all the noises from Zelda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's got all that. There's words and things flash up on the screen, a little bit Batman-y, like, you know, Camp Batman from the 60s style. And like um, you were saying, everything's timed to a rhythm. Mm. You know, all the shots are yeah. cut to a rhythm. Um 
So that's Edgar Wright's style. Yeah. So yeah, you've got all that going on, and then you've obviously got this story of um, these slackers, this terrible band. She, they say about um, they should do a secret show, and they're like, yeah, all our shows are secret. <laughs> yeah. I think there um, are some fantastic lines in this, and it the L word, the the L word, what lesbian? <laughs> the other L word, lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, there's there's tons of kind of funny chortling well, along lines like that he sort um, of shares an apartment uh and by shares i mean very much shares because they sleep in the same bed his gay roommate yeah, yeah. even he's when his roommate has guests over uh, and he tells and colkin yeah. basically being the same character that he is in succession pretty okay, much I've seen that. <clears throat> um i yeah. really like that ca- character wallace i yeah, thought he good. was really he's good just so this. dry yeah. yeah he i think it's him who tells him that ramona works for amazon so he instantly orders something yeah and she delivers it and he's just really awkward mm. yeah it's- yeah well he's, he's super super awkward but he also seems to have this uh magnetism or, or draw that you know girls are offering themselves to him or he's yeah, 17 year old catholic he- <laughs> school girls get an infatuation with him yeah no because and he ditches we- her pretty mercilessly she comes well, around to see him and he, he leaps know. out the window to- yeah he but he doesn't uh, ditch her soon enough because there is an overlap yeah which yeah. is quite important because he starts to see ramona at the same time that he is still sort of dating knives chow mm. yeah he just can't Bad break form. he can't mm. break knives's heart and he he can't say the words i don't want to be with you anymore so um and he also can't stop chasing this other girl so yeah he, he's on the wrong side of that and um but he's yeah uh quite a say geeky looking character is his band mates he, he was going out with one of the girls wasn't he in the band as well at one point um alison pill who uh, played the drummer kim kim yeah and um i mean it's it it starts getting a little bit more ramped up and well, weird finally... i guess in the fact when he, he meets the f- she doesn't tell him that there's going to be all these seven boyfriends from yeah. hell coming for no, him. No, they're going to perform at the Battle of the Bands, which is sponsored by someone called Gideon. Yeah. Um, which we keep hearing the name. Loads um, of characters in this film. Loads of people that just The cast is for, for really something, because we haven't even mentioned it, but you've had Aubrey Plaza is a sort of friend. She works everywhere, it seems. Yeah, a friend. And his, she abuses him mercilessly. Yeah, it's great. His sister is played by Anna Kendrick, who just sort of pops up for like just a few lines of dialogue here and there. Mostly to berate him for how awful yeah, he is. Yeah, and then just instantly disappearing off on the telephone. Um, so they're going to perform, anyway, their first show at the Battle of the Bands. And mid-performance, it is mid-performance, right? Yeah. Mid-performance, he, the first attack happens. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it then plays out a little like well, a, a video game. Well, if you haven't it? seen yeah. it and you weren't like aware of what was going to happen, it's like, what the hell? Yeah, suddenly. Because he just you're... flies out of nowhere. Because everything's quite normal to this point, And then you get this kind of supernatural, um, I say normal, there's those stylized. It's super stylized, yeah. Out. But then it becomes a fighting Fantasy video game kind of like thing. scene, you know. Who it, is the first one? Patel. Yes, he does the Bollywood dance yes. thing as yeah. well, right? There's the yeah. music number, 
and all that. Matthew Patel, his name was. Yeah, and they have a pretty convincing, you know, they sort of do a half-decent job of making Michael Cera look a little bit tough by doing kicks and yeah. whatnot. I thought the fight choreography was great all the way through. Yeah, and then it's super stylized, like you say, and ripping off Street Fighter yeah, and all loads. sorts of stuff. I think anybody um, who grew the... up with Sega or uh, Nintendo, they'll get a lot of the references. It's yeah. not absolutely necessary that no. I think that you would... I did, so I don't know. 100%, but I think you could get away with watching this film without those references. Oh, there were tons there's... of references that went over my head, but I'm sure lots of people would have really enjoyed. Um, I think, I don't know, I mean, I don't know how much we want to get into it. My favourite is the fight with the um, with Lucas Lee, which is Chris Evans's uh, character. Can you do a thingy? <laughs> yeah. He doesn't even, yeah, some of them he doesn't really even beat by fighting. So Lucas Lee, he makes him, he asks him or dares him to do a skateboarding trick in front of the girls. Yeah. Well, first of all, he has a fight with him and his stunt doubles, yeah. which is just a really cool idea. And it's a bit like the Matrix or whatever, where he's just fighting them and yeah. the other guy's popping up or whatever. And then, yeah, he does, like you say, he's trying to impress the girls. So yeah. he's, uh, I think, doing about 300 and something miles an hour by the <laughs> yeah. time he finishes his uh, his rail thingy yeah. um, and explodes. And every time you get the point score appear on the screen and it goes up by a thousand each time, each villain that he beats. And they yeah, shatter into coins. Yeah. Did we say that? I can't remember. There, well, there's that kind of link with the computer games he's playing with knives yeah. and they're, they're those characters who win points in a video game to the, that becoming real life then. Yeah. It just kind of flips over, doesn't it? Um, there's also... Um, there's also another subplot that ties in, which is uh, Scott's ex-girlfriend who fronts the band The Clash at Demonhead, yeah. or TDAC, um, and he has to fight the super-powered vegan bassist <laughs> played by... Um, Brandon Ruff. Yeah. So that's like two super... We've had Superman and Captain America in this, and... And Captain Marvel. And is she's Captain Marvel, his yeah. ex-girlfriend, yeah. I read this week she's a bit of a twat. I, I you know, a bit nasty. Um... Which would be a shame know. if it were true, because every time I've seen her, she seems really nice and her characters are cool. So, and she's a really good actress. Room was great. Yeah, she's into her NFTs and stuff, which kind of makes you think, oh. but mm. anyway. Um, yeah, they, they defeat Todd by discovering that he's not actually vegan. Well, he is, but he's eating uh, meat products. Well, he can't believe chicken's not vegan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chicken parmesan, yeah, three strikes, you're out. So he loses his powers. Uh, and that's a little cameo from the vegan police. And it was Thomas Jane, the Punisher. All right, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically it becomes clear and um, Ramona says to him, if you want to date me, you have to defeat my seven evil exes. And he says, um, ex-boyfriends. And she's like, just exes. So, my exes, yeah. So then the, the, the girl turns up. I can't remember her name. No, but she oh, was Roxy. in um, something I watched. I can't remember the name of that was good. So wow. that's, that is a proper fight. They They have a fight, Ramona and her fight, and then... She's like, no, he has to defeat me. And so she teaches, she tells him where her favourite spot was when they were making out, which yeah. weirds him out, but he does it to defeat her. So behind the knee? Yeah, it tickles her behind the knee. So she kind of orgasms to death? Yeah. Just by the knee, that seems quite full on. Yeah. But anyway. Magic spots. Uh, there's a bit where she says, uh, Ramona says, I was a little bi-curious. And Roxy says, uh, I'm a little bi-furious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, some nice puns, some nice lines and some good writing in this. Um, I, I don't know. I, I think um, going through it, I was like 1x, 2x, 3x. I'm starting by the towards the end of this thinking, you know, it wasn't... Well, you get the my... twins. So she's she's had a thing with some twins. 
And then it's Gideon. Yeah. Who is the main man? So he offers them. He just sort of just who, who is Schwartz, Jason Schwartzman. Uh, he's yeah. just really manipulative and just seedy, and he's like just going to buy them off by offering them a record contract. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Scott says, "No, I don't fucking want your record contract. I'm not selling out." And they're like, "What?" So he's out of the band. Young Neil, who's the sort of understudy, uh, takes over. They completely sell out and go and perform at his new super club. Yeah. Which is this sort of <laughs> the passwords are really good, yeah, uh, whatever. And <laughs> uh, but it's some underground thing with a basically a huge pyramid star throne that he sits on and lords it over everyone while, yeah, knives, uh, not knives, Ramona just stands next to him, just kind of lifeless and dead. Well, which, yeah, she's, she's gone been back to plugged him. in the matrix by him, yeah, somehow, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, okay, yeah, the, that's it. It, it. it takes little leaps that you just go with this film, and um. I didn't really have any problem following it, you know, as yeah. far as the the plot and everything. I thought that was pretty pretty good. Some really nice writing, good lines, stylized. The first hour of this, I think I, I was really enjoying. You know, it was um, it was a, set at a good pace and things. It changed after that for me, or maybe it just dragged a little bit um, one way or the other. Um, but I mean, going going right through it, you know. As we, as we get to the end, obviously he's he's well, he dies. Yeah, he does. He, Gideon he, Gideon beats him. He beats him, yeah, and he dies. But um, he managed to get um, an extra life. An extra yeah. life. That's it's right. Handy. So he comes back, and at first he had leveled up by admitting that he was in love with Ramona. But this time he levels up even further. Yeah. By saying no, he's fighting for himself. Power of self respect. Yeah, that's right, yeah. The power of self respect. So then he goes. It's all in fast forward. And he's got a lightsaber at this point. You just yeah. Yeah, he wins the fight, and then there's a flashback to the video games he's playing with knives where he has to fight the negative version of himself. Yeah. Um, so they leave them to it and the door opens and the two of them just walk out together, just chatting. Like, yeah. yeah man, really I'm cool. going to meet him for brunch <laughs> next Tuesday. Um, yeah. So Nega Scott was probably the okay Scott and yeah. our actual Scott is the dickhead. Maybe he was a, yeah, kind of a dickhead. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then um, there's an apology to knives and there's, they, um, Ramona and him do kind of Ramona walk just off. says they no say, I'm going to leave mm. she just goes and he does like you say he does the apologies to Knives and Knives says you've got to go and get her yeah. so she's the one who gives him the pep talk to, yeah. to save the relationship you're fighting you know you've literally been fighting for her you've got to go and that's it go and get the girl I like and, and, but, and they kind of leave it on like oh, well let's start from now yeah reset things and start from press now, the video right? game we don't know button. it's not exactly uh oh they all lived happily ever after but it's they're mm. going to try and see what happens yeah 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 uh so yeah what did you think then so, so there was lots of nice messages lot it just dragged a little bit for me i mm. must admit sort of last what sec on second viewing on first viewing was a while back and right. it dragged for me then oh, as right, well okay. and and so when i was watching it this time i was here a few years down the line give mm. it another go um, and I, I, as I say, I really enjoyed. There was good writing. I liked the stylized bits. I liked the ideas. I just thought it, it there was something else it could have. The seven was too many. I don't know or whether the it was mm, just seemed mm. a little bit like it could have been fifteen minutes short, or they'd have done something else, and it might have just carried the pace mm. in the first half. But um, no, I really thought it was it was definitely a a, a solid semi enjoyable comedy. Um, mm. 
What about you, side? I love it. Yeah, yeah, I really love it. Um, I mean, Aubrey Plaza is in it, and I love her. She's not in it very much, but when she is in it, she swears, but it's kind yeah. of bleeped out. Yeah, um, which I just found really funny. And if you like that, um, you should check out a song called "Juicy Luke Vibert" by Wagon Christ. I highly recommend it. Wagon Christ, sim- I've got a bit of that. similar style. Yeah, okay. Um, the music was all written by Nigel Godrick, who is the Godders sixth member of radiohead yeah okay he like has produced all their records and like is you know hugely influential on them and i think the music's great in it i mean it it's that kind of humor that you, you know i could easily understand when someone might find it quite irritating mm. uh, and i think michael sarah just epitomizes this yeah style and if you don't like him then you know, this yeah yeah i do him. quite i don't mind sarah i think he's i like him sometimes. but he seems to vanish off the face of the earth yeah it's probably me too dizzy something <laughs> no. don't look into it <laughs> Yeah. The whole thing, I do enjoy this. is always something to look at or mm. enjoy and the soundtrack's really good and there's loads of like, you know, when this was made, these weren't all... He assembled a really good cast that have all gone on to do stuff since. I, I must say that the characters, um, Kieran Culkin as yeah. Scott, the, the kind of sneaky gay roommate, thought he was really good, really liked Knives. Yeah. I thought she was brilliant and what a great name Knives mm. she Ellen Wong plays a character in Glow yeah great series right okay should definitely okay. check it yeah. out um, the, the only thing that kind of bothers me about it a little bit is that he's kind of a jerk and it's hard to really get behind he's a huge him. jerk and there's a whole kind of sitcom style like oh I learned something thing at the end and it's not really clear what anybody's learned about anything and like <laughs> You know, the whole thing with the younger girl is a little bit uh, so, yeah. Well, the, but it all, it's all the sitcom great. thing. They actually use the baseline thingy from Seinfeld yeah. as well, don't they? That yeah. is the actual one. They got permission to use that. The whole cast got together in lockdown to do a, a read through on Zoom mm. um, for everyone's viewing pleasure. So they're all into it. It didn't really find an audience because the budget for this was 60 million US. Right. What do you think it took at the box office? Oh, I don't know. I would have with Edgar Wright. You would think that that you know he's obviously done Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and a ton of other uh, brilliant movies. I would have thought this must be getting close to achieving budget. Uh, maybe if not at box office, I would have thought by now it's clawed back some of that just with the geek and the cult yeah. kind of following. But if we're just going box office, I think it probably lost a few quid. Yeah, lost. But I went see it. Is it what year was this? 2010, I think. Yeah, I went to see this at the cinema. So and did like I. I did, and I was like convinced for about a week that this was the best film that was ever made. So like... Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, was really amazing. enthusiastic about like, it as well. Yeah. It only took 49 million at the box office, so it is a loser, unfortunately. Right. But it happens sometimes. I, I think it must have clawed back money by by now because i think i've seen i didn't go to the to the cinema and watch it so that's your fault yeah yeah yeah, maybe maybe that's right it just didn't really drag me in but i like the the all the characters it just didn't keep the pace with me and i've watched it twice so you're either gonna can i borrow the comics yeah, yeah nice. I do. I have to go into the loft to find them, but yeah, and, you can. Yeah. And maybe, you know, having seen the comic or read the comics and things, if, you get no, a little bit more that won't help you it. to enjoy the film, I have to say that. Oh, really? No. Okay. You'll right. just recognise some some panels from the comics that are recreated like for like in the film, but oh, okay. it won't do anything to enhance well, your Well, reading about enjoyment. this, I read about some of the plots of that that are quite different. Knives goes on to try and attack him and all sorts of stuff in the... In the comics, I would have to revisit to remember yeah. all, the, all the stuff, but um, they're up, yeah. they're in a box somewhere. It, it's like um, 
I don't know, it's, it's six and a half, seven for me, mm. this film. You know, it's not terrible. It's not, it's... Um, I still really I still really like it. But you, yeah. I'm, in, I'm enthused still. Six and a half, seven is a good score. It That's is. That's above it's average. Decent. Yeah, yeah. I, I certainly, maybe I just, I wanted this to be better because of, you when know, I was the doing, writing when and, I was the, doing my exams, and the other films. 50% was the pass mark. And if I got any higher than 50, I thought I've worked too hard. So in, yeah, in, in, yeah. in a way, 65 is overachieving. It's just yeah. getting by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs>